I love dating. I could just be a single as a Pringle and just go on so many dates. I love coffee dates. I love dinner dates. <laughs> I love talking to people, meeting new people, learning about their life stories, and then moving on with my life. You are tuning in to Slightly Balanced, hosted by Tia and Petey. This show is all about all things positivity, business, entrepreneurship, relationships, and mental health. We encourage you to listen if you are looking for a relatable community that will cheer you on in life. This episode is sponsored in part by the Barn at Aspen Acres, inviting you to unite, grow, and celebrate together. And by Blue Spruce Coffee Truck, a mobile coffee delivery service available to pour you some love. Hello, and welcome back for another episode of Slightly Balanced, where we hope to inspire, relate, and create a relationship with you, our listeners. And we just want to say thank you so much for listening, and we want to get started with happiness but can i tell some jokes oh my gosh it's tia time (laughs) just for the record guys i don't know what these jokes are yeah i want her to laugh (laughs) i'm gonna laugh how many many jokes do you have lined out oh they're they're really small ones (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) we were gonna do a joke but i can't handle that she can't okay she has to do like eight okay are you ready for it i'm ready for it okay why did the scarecrow win an award? Why? You gotta guess. Oh, I don't know, because he was scaretacular. Because he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> These are gonna be punny, punny jokes. <laughs> uh, super. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, she got another one. Okay. Yep. Coming what up. lights up a soccer stadium? I don't know what what does light up a soccer stadium. <laughs> a soccer match. <laughs> oh my god, that's a good one. I really like that one. I'm gonna use that one in Slade. <laughs> a okay. soccer match. Oh, this one's kind of good, but it's not the best one. But it's not the best one. <laughs> As she says, it's sitting across from me, smiling and giggling at her computer. <laughs> Why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? Why? Because it's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't handle her right now. She's had too many Italian sodas. Okay. Okay. Last okay. one. Oh, we have another one? Yeah, it's the last one. Though. Oh, okay. 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 You're not even guessing, My cheeks though. hurt. I know, but I, I know. can't think of anything on the fly. You stressed me out, man. Okay. Um, What's the difference between the bird flu and the swine flu? I don't know what's the difference. <laughs> They're both mammals. <laughs> what is it? Uh, one requires treatment. <laughs> And the other, an ointment. (laughs) Okay, that one wins it. Oh, those were good ones. So that concludes our time with Tia time. (laughs) Oh boy, that last one was by by far my favorite. By far my favorite. Okay, serious time now. (laughs) Now we're here to deliver your dose of happiness, your service, your bravery, your love. But we had to start your day off with some jokes. Let's be real. This might be a new thing. Yes, it might. Tia time might have to be a new thing. (laughs) So our happiness segment today, I just need to announce this and get this off my chest. Tia hates Chick-fil-A. No, I don't. She's a Chick-fil-A hater. No, okay. If you're a (sighs) Chick-fil-A lover, it embodies all of your core values. And if you're not a nug lover. Hey, I I think it's just as good as everywhere else. I'm just not crazy like the rest I of the world. I can't. I can't with you right now. But I do have a friend that legit like 
her whole life revolves around Chick-fil-A. My Shout out life, to you, Holly. Shout out to you. My life would revolve around Chick-fil-A if we had one. Yep. But so our today's happiness segment is uh, from today.com. They're on Sunday. I know. It's because they were established like in the 1940s and they like. It's okay. We'll I won't on. go into the history of Chick-fil-A. It's fine. But she's a Chick-fil-A hater. But anyways, Chick-fil-A, a drive through employee, goes viral for his infectious kindness. Remember, kindness is free. A video of a North Carolina man enthusiastically taking a customer's drive through order is warming hearts across the internet. That's exactly what Latoya Lyles was hoping for when she shared the Facebook clip of her favorite Chick-fil-A employee, Jeremiah Merle. Quote, I wanted the world to see that there are good people out there, Lyles35 told today. It's a tough time that we're in right now. In the now viral footage that has filmed early this month, Merle 20 commends Lyles and her daughter in their amazing order and cheerfully notes that he too prefers his sandwich without tomato. Um, can I have a number one deluxe? Yes, ma'am. Oh, we have American cheese, Kobe or pepper jack cheese. American cheese. Yes, ma'am, with a medium fry. And what was your beverage today? Um, sweet tea. Sweet tea, yes, ma'am. And how else may I serve you all? Can I get an eight-piece um, nugget? Of course. Oh, as a meal, too, or just the entree by itself? Just the entree. Yes, ma'am. And how else may I serve you today? Um, can the sauce be barbecue? Of course you can. Oh, how many would you like today? Two. We have that just for you. Oh, and how else may I serve you? Um, can I have no tomatoes on that sandwich? Of course. I'll do the same thing. No tomato? Yes, ma'am. You're one step away from an awesome lunch meal. It'll be a pleasure serving you at our drive through window. Thank all right, you all thank for you. Chick-fil-A. Bye-bye. See you later, everyone. How <laughs> cute is that? Oh, my goodness. That's super cute. You know what this is? Muriel asked. It's a fist bump each. You guys are awesome. That is so sweet. You know, I it, like that. Yeah. Uh, if I if I had to work at Chick Fil A, <laughs> I would give fist bumps too. <laughs> Maybe I'll start getting fist bumps on my coffee truck. This guy, I want to be best friends with this guy. We will also post this to our page so you can see the video for yourself. It's really really cute and heartwarming, and we just loved this story because you can always go an extra mile to make someone's day. And kindness is my favorite F word. Free. So just put that out there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Our our next segment is the assertive segment and our theme for the month of January is starting from scratch. And so a few things we wanted to cover with you guys were things that we wish we would have been told before we had started businesses so that you guys can be better prepared for what lies ahead. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm going to go over mine really fast. Yeah, go over yours. Go right ahead. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, starting a business is stressful. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But it's, but stress, self-induced stress is far better than like, yeah, somebody else inducing on Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Cross your T's and dot your I's. Mm -hmm. This is like accounting world. You're going to, in the beginning, you're going to be thankful. And I really wish somebody was like, you know, every month, just get a folder and just shove all of your receipts in it. Like, you'll be thankful that at least you did separated them by month to month. Uh, yeah, I put mine in a manila, manila envelope every month. Yeah. And just but, hand it to my accountant and he gives it back. Um, getting through it nearly kills you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I wish somebody would have told me that. Like, you're going to get through it and you're going to be stronger because of it. But it And will. there's an end goal in mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will. It does hurt. Like, mm-hmm. it's tiring. Mm-hmm. you'll get sick and you'll just and no somehow one, figure out how to make it through that sickness. Yeah. And no one gives you a map. No. Mm-hmm. Um, pay attention to the small things. Um, if, if it's like a customer feedback product, mm-hmm. um, like focus on just like little ways to make customer service or 
really pay attention to the small things because they can end up going a long way. Um, keep customers buying. Yeah. Um, I think one way I do that is by releasing new specials. And I think a new way that you do that is by hunting or having hosting, hosting is a better way of putting it, hosting really cool events. Yeah. Trying new things. Trying to find ways to get people involved. Your food truck event, your craft fairs, your New Year's ball. You know, those are all really great ways. So attracting, it keeps customers wanting to visit your social media and it keeps customers wanting to keep a up-to-date relationship with you. I love the next one. Working smarter, not harder. It's essential. It's as essential to surviving as an entrepreneur. I think you learn that as you go. Yeah. But I think, I think as our listeners, those things I wish we would have, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur to an entrepreneur, we yeah. always tell ourselves, figure out the ways to work harder, not smarter. Yeah. And smarter, not harder. We're smarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think mm, with that being said, I wish somebody would have been like, I think we're in the grit of like knowing the five, nine to five. And there's sometimes where we know that like maybe the smarter work is actually taking the couple hour lunch break that we generally wouldn't have taken Yeah, to Ooh, go. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's the best time to go to the grocery store and it's more efficient than going at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And as a business owner, you can do that and then, you know, replace your work at five o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just, it's not, it's not only in your business, it's like your lifestyle too. Mm-hmm. Um, be prepared to sacrifice. Yes, this is such a big one. Be prepared. If you are a person that loves to go out on the weekends and do social events every night of the week, be prepared to sacrifice that because yep. your business, I think our quote one of the weeks was your your business only works as hard as you do. Yeah. This, this is another one that I was told, um, but maybe like... Didn't realize. No. Yeah, but I also like it really is important. So many people will come in and tell you that you sh- your business should go like 10 different directions and focusing on an- your niche <laughs> yes. is so important. Mm-hmm. So I wish people would have told me it and some people told me it, but don't always listen to the noise of like, hey, like I got told several times you should go into elopements. It's like, no, my, my building wasn't made for elopements. elopements. Yeah. So um, and then. The next one is hiring great people is difficult. I wish people would have told me that hiring great people is difficult because I just kind of assumed it would be easy to. I'm in that boat. Yeah, it's hard. Mm -hmm. I'm currently in that boat. But don't just don't be discouraged. Like there are good people out there. You just have to weed. There's a lot of weed through. Yeah, that's true. Embrace mistakes. Fail until you don't. Yep. That's a good one. Embrace mistakes and mistakes are not permanent in most cases. None of them matter. Mm-mm. Every journey is different. Mm-hmm. So just learn from them. Embrace the fact that you made the mistake. Learn from it. Grow move from on it. And never on. repeat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my little things that I wish. Um, some of them Some of them were things that people did tell me, but I, w- I mm-hmm. hope for other business owners they know. Yeah, just two things I want to add to that. Things that we feel like people or we want people to know before they start a business is... Um, being an entrepreneur can be extremely lonely. Mm, yeah. Really lonely. Because while you might have employees, and I sh- you don't want to be an overshare to your employees, so it is lonely. Yeah, it is lonely. And you're going to probably be working a lot more hours than your employees. Your employees should not be working as many hours as you. Let's be honest. No, they yeah. should not be. But it's going to be lonely because you're the one that's making all the decisions. You're the one that is working more hours. You're 
you know, having to literally manage everything. And that's something that's very lonely, especially when you're doing it by yourself. And so like I work on my truck by myself all day. Yeah. And that's, that's lonely. <laughs> you know, That's lonely. But while I'm working on truck and serving coffee, I'm usually responding to emails, responding to employee questions, responding to um, event questions or people that are curious about consulting with me on my coffee truck. You know, it's, it is lonely. You I, know? I also think that's another statement. Like nobody's going to care about your business and nobody's going to work as hard as you. So don't ever put those expectations out. Yeah. And that's so hard to pull back. That's a good one is, yeah, people are not going to work as hard as you. They don't have your vision, your drive, your passion. And you can't, that's unfair of you to put that expectation on people. Even though we're working that hard and we know it can be accomplished. Mm -hmm. It's so hard to be like, why couldn't you have gotten that much done in an hour? Yeah, why, exactly. Like we can get a lot done in an hour, but to expect that upon the, you know, I wish somebody would have told me like, no one is going to work as hard as you or mm-hmm. care about it, you know, mm-hmm. as that, much as you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that stain on your floor, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, the other one I wanted to throw in there with the mix of tears is commitment to lifelong learning. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's your... Be a sponge. Be a sponge. Always, never, ever, ever think that you know more than someone. Yeah, I agree 100%. Ever. You are always going to be in a position to be learning. Want to know why the world around you is changing. You need to adapt and your business needs to adapt. And there's always new information. There's always new things technologically um, and always things, you know business-wise, subconsciously with, you know, consumer products and things like that, um, that you also need to look into. So just always be a student. Always, always, always be a student and always be open to learning. That does not mean, though, that you always have to take people's recommendations. Yep. Take what you want and leave it. Yep. Filter what what resonates with you and your business and and pick through that. Um, I really liked the one that you said... um, People are always going to have opinions about your business. Mm-hmm. And there's this gal and I'm, I'm well, not, I don't remember her name, but I heard an interview by her the other day and she said, fork the noise, mm. put a fork in the noise around you, like filter it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm like, that's a good one to go by. So those are some of our tips and tricks when starting a business that we, we wish we would have known before going into it. And once you get into the trenches of it, you're going to know what we're talking about. So if you need to re-listen to this podcast for reassurances, put it at the top of your list. That's fine. Play it on repeat for all we care. Bookmark (laughs) it. Don't worry. We're here for you. Blue Spruce Coffee Truck is a mobile coffee delivery service available for daily deliveries as well as weddings, church functions, and sporting events. Visit us on Facebook to see how we can be a part of your next event. The Barn in Aspen Acres is a simplistic, modern, farmhouse-style wedding and event center that is now booking for 2020 and 2021. To learn more and book your event, visit www.blackhillsbarn.com. Our next segment is our bravery segment. And I just wanted to bring this one up because who doesn't love Kristen Bell? I love her. I love her. Have you seen the show um, The Good Place? 
Yes. Oh, so Dan good. Dan doesn't know why I'm so into it. I love that show. And Slade, like, Slade doesn't understand why I like it either. But I love Kristen Bell. And I think her and her relationship with her husband is so good. Uh, he's so funny. And Dak yeah. Shepard. And they have they have a really good relationship. They have a great relationship. A really, really good relationship. And so um, I thought I'd bring her up because I feel like she is someone that a lot of people relate to and, and they know, and I don't feel like she's a very authentic person. She's super authentic. I, if, I would definitely be friends with her. Oh, absolutely. I want, I want to be friends with her now. <laughs> well, realistically, realistically. Yeah. Um, but she, hey, Kristen, <laughs> hey, Kristen you want to come on our podcast? <laughs> but she, um, she did an interview with time and I'll just preface it really or read through some of it really fast. But she said, when I was 18, my mom sat me down and said, if there ever comes a time where you feel like a dark cloud is following you, you can get help. You can talk to me, talk to a therapist, talk to a doctor. I want you to know that there are options. And I think that's really powerful is I don't, I never had a conversation like that with my parents. Mm, I didn't either. I don't, but I also don't, I don't think mental health is a priority for maybe our parents' generation. Yeah. I think that that's really bold. And like, having having those words in your back pocket to like eh, this is sorry guys but like mm-hmm. having the period talk i think we should also be having this talk yo i think this talk is you just talk as to important. me talk to a therapist talk to a doctor you're not shunned because of it yeah like no. i want to know i want to help mm-hmm. yeah i wish my parents would have had that conversation with me um and she said there was a time in her life where that cloud did finally catch up with her that dark cloud that her mom had talked about and she said there was no logical reason her life was going well she was financially stable she was paying all of her bills she had great friends she had everything um and she and she said there was no reason for her to have this dark crowd following her um and she said, when you try to keep things hidden, they fester and ultimately end up revealing themselves in a far more destructive way than if you approach them with honesty. She said, I didn't speak out publicly about my struggles with mental health for the first 15 years of my career, but now I'm at a point where I don't believe anything should be taboo. So here I am talking to you about what I've experienced. She said, here's the thing. And I think this is what's so powerful is because mental health looks different for so many people and people strive so much to put their mental health in a box and to label it. And it's so different for everybody. And honestly, drugs work differently for everybody. It's not like you can't just be prescribed one drug Mm -hmm. that your sister was or your brother, your cousin, Cousin, friend, whoever. Like we all have different brave links that need different treatments. Mm -hmm. And also that's like one thing I think you and I have had this conversation where like, because you were put on one antidepressant and it didn't work doesn't mean that that's the only one that you should try. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wish I actually knew how many antidepressants were out there that mm-hmm. all worked on different mechanisms. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think something that needs to be recognized too is we all have so many different walks of life. We're all genetically put together differently. So, yeah. you know, I'm walking, I've, I've had different experiences and different um, ways of coping with things where you might have the same experience as me and you may have coped a lot better than I did. So it's, they're all just so uniquely different. So therefore our mental health challenges are going to be different. But for her, she says, here's the thing for me. Depression is not sadness. It's not having a bad day and needing a hug. It gave me a complete and utter sense of isolation and loneliness. It's a debilitation or debilitation was all consuming and it shut down my mental circuit board. I felt worth worthless. Like I had nothing to offer. Like I was a failure. Now, after seeking help, I can see that most of those thoughts, of course, couldn't have been more wrong. It's important for me to be candid about this so people in a similar situation can realize that they are not worthless and that they do have something to offer. We all uniquely do. 
I like that. She said there's an extreme uh, stigma about mental health issues and I can't make heads or tails why it exists. Anxiety and depression are impervious to um, to accolades or achievements. Anyone can be affected despite their level of success or their place on the food chain. And that is so, so true. Yep. We're Robin all human. Williams. Mm-hmm. We're all human. We're all human. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no amount of awards, money, friends that are going to hide your mental health challenges. I really am glad that we found this article. Mm-hmm. And she's just, she's, and I, Kristen Bell is such a strong, independent woman and she's so funny and she's awesome. And so you just don't think that she would, um, you know, struggle from something like, like that. So I think it was just great to bring a light to her and, and, uh, you know, show you guys that really cool, awesome people have these struggles too. We're all on team human here. And let's be honest, it's not an easy team to be on. I like that. Humaning is hard. Peopling. Peopling, humaning, adulting. (laughs) It's a real thing. So, yeah. Awesome. So, our next segment. We finally found the one that we were trying to talk about last time. Last time, time. yes. <laughs> so our next segment is the love segment. Um, and we're talking about things to avoid when dating in 2020. Yeah. So we're actually going to talk about not ourselves, but um, actually dating. Actually dating, yeah. So you guys have maybe done that personal work. You started to love yourself. You take yourself out to the movies. You're like, well, maybe I'll just dip my toe in this online dating world or however <laughs> you want to go about it. Um, and so here are eight new dating terms you need to know about about going into 2020, including <laughs> being Kanye'd. What? What? Okay, I'm going to learn so much from this one because I clearly am not in the dating scene. <laughs> I'm not either. And so I, I, uh, I'm going to put this out there. I love dating. I could just be a single as a Pringle and just go on so many dates. I love coffee dates. I love dinner dates. <laughs> I love talking to people, meeting new people, learning about their life stories, and then moving on with my life. Oh, oh my gosh. Don't worry. I love slated pieces. Dating. I love dating. Seriously? Mm. Mm, I loved it. Mm. I, mm. Anyways, what are these eight things? So number one is Kanye. Have you ever been no. on a date where, <laughs> where the other person talked relentlessly about themselves the entire time? If so... You got Kanye, <laughs> which I definitely have been on a date like this. Okay, I love this. Okay, the next one's called white clawing. This is so funny. <laughs> With all the hype surrounding white claw right now, lots of people are hopping onto the trend just because it's popular. But let's be real, is it really that good? No, and it's no, it's not. <laughs> well, you can you can do this in the dating world too. Plenty of fish say white clawing is the act of staying with someone you find basic and boring, <laughs> boring just because you find them attractive. And forty two percent of the people surveyed say they they've known someone who has done this. O M G! That's terrible. White, white clawing. <gasps> I'm. This is hilarious. Yes, this so. is as funny as my jokes, but not quite. <laughs> Number three is typecasting. If you've taken the Myers or have you taken the Myers Briggs personality test? Have you taken it, Tia? Yeah, it's uh, I don't know what it is right now. Yeah, I took one too. I can't tell you off the top of my head either. I can kind of tell you my love languages, but oh, really? I can definitely tell you my love languages for real, real. We'll cover that in another episode. Um, If you've taken this test, then you'll understand this one. If there's someone who chooses 
who chooses who to date based solely on personality types what? or love languages. I hate to break it to you, but you're typecasting. Oh my that's I don't ooh I don't twenty seven percent of singles say they know someone who has talked about Myers Briggs or their love language on the date twenty seven percent oh my gosh that's crazy I don't think I would date someone based on a personality test I don't think I don't know but okay let's be honest. I do look up horoscopes like Slate and I have the least compatible horoscopes yeah me too but, but that's I'm kind like, of like whatever way later on like as a joke oh yeah. Right? Like, that's not your first date. Like, I'm not going to go on a date with you. Oh, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a sole reason. No. Heck no. No. I I mean, I don't give that much. Yeah. So next one is eclipsing. Eclipsing. Yes. Do you want to do that one? When you begin dating someone new, it's important to recognize shared hobbies and interests so you know what you have in common. Hmm. I think that that's pretty relevant. Oh, that's very relevant. Yeah. But when you immediately adopt all of their hobbies and interests as your own, you're eclipsing. (laughs) I can say, I don't know about this one. Because I feel like that's like, I don't know. I guess how long into it are you doing that? Nearly half of singles have experienced dating someone who took up all of their hobbies. And 45% admitted to actually having done this themselves. Yeah, but I think, I think I did that somewhat with Dan. Not like, all of his hobbies. You pro- no. He probably has some hobbies that he does on his own. That's probably yeah. he does with his time, his me time. Yeah, that's true. Like this I is did not like extreme, but I think shared hobbies is important. Because, oh, absolutely. But don't yeah. do all their hobbies. Okay. Like I'm not going to go work on someone's car, but yeah, no, you want to share hobbies. Like love a board games, mountain biking. Of yeah. course. How are you going to build okay. quality time? Well, I guess I'm eclipsing. Okay. I'm Yellow carding. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like bad dates are a dime a dozen when using dating apps. But have you ever actually, have you ever actually called someone out for their bad behavior? This makes me cringe just reading it. This is called yellow carding. And 27% of singles have been brave enough to confront a date's bad behavior. Ooh, have you ever done that? No. I don't think I've ever gone on a date where they've had bad behavior though. No. I think this is really referring to like the definitely like maybe the era of um online dating yeah probably app dating app dating (laughs) or maybe college student dating yeah dial Dial toning (laughs) what over the past or over the last year or two to me time out what does i'm not even gonna read it yet dial toning is like i just left yeah (laughs) like so nothing that to me would be like I don't want him to call me back. So I'm just going to leave the dial tone on. <laughs> okay. But let's, it is that kind of that. It is kind of that over the last year or two, ghosting completely blew up on the dating scene. Have you ever been ghosted? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This oh, is dial toning. Dial toning is similar to ghosting, but involves ignoring the other person before the relationship ever even begins. When you dial tone someone, you give them your phone number, but you never reply. I have to say, I've been guilty of this. Same. I have. Like, I'm I've like, always known it as ghosting, but I, apparently... Ghosting, I think, is like where you've talked to people for a while and then you just drop them. Oh. So like, when I used to go dancing in Oklahoma, and there'd be like the cute little nerdy guy, and he'd be like, can I have your number? And you're like, I know. Oh my gosh, sure. And then you just never respond. Oh my goodness. And now I sound like a terrible person, but whatever. Okay. Glam boozled glam boozled <laughs> getting glammed up takes a lot of effort especially when you're trying to make a good first impression if you've ever dulled yourself up only to be canceled on a last at last minute you've been glam boozled <laughs> <laughs> have you had this happen oh yeah but 
more by my friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> friends can definitely do clamboozling. Uh, next one is cosplaying. And that's not C-O-Z. It's C-A-U-S-E. So cosplaying. If you left me on if you left me on red last month, no, I don't I want to come to your band's gig tomorrow night. Cosplaying happens when a casual relationship fizzles out, but the other person keeps popping back into your life to ask for favors. This annoying trend has been experienced by 61% of singles, according to Plenty of Fish. That's interesting. I don't think I've had that one happen to me. No. I haven't either, but I guess I'm not in a band. <laughs> <laughs> so this was posted by popsugar.com. So these are trends for 2020 when you're trying to date or online date. So good luck out there, guys. It is a scary world. <laughs> <laughs> So to end today's podcast, we're going to leave you with a quote of the day. Uh, The moments of happiness we enjoy take us by surprise. It is not that we seize them, but that they seize us. By Ashley Montagu. Yeah, well, that's pretty irrelevant for all of our jokes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Soccer match was pretty good. And so is your, what was it? Oh, oinkment. Oinkment and (laughs) tweetment. So we're going to leave you with that little uh, giggle session. And we will. Pretty, pretty good. We will see you guys next week as we close out January's start from scratch segment. And please email us at hello at slightlybalanced.com or find us on the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instas, and have a conversation with us. Reach out to us. And don't forget to rate and review. Bye. Bye.